0: I'm here today with one of my longtime friends and one of my my best bestie co-workers. His name is Scotty Dell. He is the technical director and lighting designer at Dell Lighting and Designs. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today, buddy.
1: Dude, yeah, My pleasure. It's great to I, well, I'm,
0: hang out. I miss you terribly. You are the last person I got to hang out with on a gig before... The world got dumped upside down and kicked in the head.
1: I was just about to say that same here. I, uh, last show I did was with you. It was fun and I, I miss it. buddy. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a new life, right? Just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: flying home from Miami. I was supposed to be home for about three or four days and then I was supposed to fly right back to Vegas and it just didn't happen. Didn't yeah. happen. Uh, so first, I was gonna—I was supposed to fly to Frankfurt, and then that got delayed. So I was like, well, I'll just go to Vegas and go do some business there. And then none of those happened. Neither happened.
1: I had uh, some time off. Well, not really time off, but uh, I had a big show down the line uh, coming up that we were doing a lot of pre-production for. And uh, so I had planned at being at home. I just didn't expect it to be – four months now, (laughs) you know, it's, 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 uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people that I've talked to and I, you know, I try to reach out when I can to people and, and and chat about things in the way of the land. And, you know, for me, it's been more of a blessing than a curse. Like, you know, I I don't know, I being able to step back and spend time that you would most normally not with your family for me has been great. Like, I, I love it. I got to unplug a nice, long, long vacation,
0: I would say. Yeah, you know? a couple of young ones at home. I mean, you have a, a rare opportunity to be able to spend time and be dad for uh, yeah. like, an extended period of time. A lot of us don't get that opportunity.
1: No, and and, and that's why, like, for me, uh, I, I'm taking this, call it the great pause, as as a blessing and not a curse, man. And, like, to me, this has been great. I mean... Maybe not the pocketbook, but you know, it, 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 There's there's always the silver lining, and and if you can look through that, you know, maybe this isn't so bad, right? Like, if we can get through this, we can get through anything. The show must go on. We're gonna we're gonna have shows again.
0: Yeah. Just
1: when, where, and how is the question? Yeah,
0: not to diminish the the deaths and all the protests and everything like that, but if uh, if it hasn't. You know, we're doing the best we can. We we can only we can only empathize so much and take on so much, man. We, it's it's tough seeing uh, dude, everything going on in the world, but you know, if, and, if we're at home, we gotta we gotta make the best of it.
1: Yeah, and and I mean, dude, I've just been having so much fun with my kids, uh, barbecuing every day. <laughs> you know, like just just it's it's been great. Uh, you know, uh, I, I trust me, I, I missed all the craziness that we would ensue uh, on, on shows that we work and, but you know, it it is what it is. And, and absolutely, you know, I I see a lot of people that are, you know, trying to hone their skills more and, you know, God bless them.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I'm totally down with that. And, you know, I, I've, you know, pick up, you know, go sit down and draw something, you know, every now and then when I get an inspiration, I'll put that in the can for later. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. But, you know, I'm comfortable and and I'm really enjoying being able to shut it down for a little bit. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, nice. to me, it's, it's been great. Clarity brother, clarity.
0: So anybody listening can't see both of us, but both of us have very impressive mops on our head right now. <laughs> I have,
1: okay. I'm,
0: I'm a normally an every two weeks haircut guy and I've got to be pushing over a hundred days now without a haircut. Dude, I and haven't cut my I look hairs. pretty good on top, but you man, <laughs> that is impressive. That is top. That is a beard. Like I haven't seen on you in a long time.
1: And I actually had shaved it off. Like, uh, I would, I think right after we got back from Miami, just, uh, we're, we're going to do a, a thing with my daughter and all this, and I, there's pictures. I'm like, yeah, I'll shave it off. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's 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 been a good. I think I haven't seen the barber since before Miami. Wow, and that was yeah, that was very nice. End, end of January, yeah, good times.
0: <laughs> oh my god! All right, so let's get into this. The reason I'm reaching out to you is because a couple people have 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 kind of come up with a question. And I was trying to think of the right person to reach out to, and I thought that you would be the perfect person. A lot of people want to get at the root of what it is when a rock and roll and corporate world collide. And this happens all the time where, let's say, mega hyper global net, they do a a meeting, and they decide, oh, my God, we have to have some entertainment. And so they have this giant stage with a, a, a huge lighting rig, and they and they just think that well clearly we can just throw a band on our stage right, but all too often the, the answer is no. You, that is not the sort of stage for a rock and roll band. It's it's usually like twelve feet deep by sixty feet wide, and there there's usually some there's cameras and there's IMAG, but there's no real rock rig. So let's kind of go over the logistics of what it is when when you have to bring a rock and roll act into a non-rock equipped venue because they're going to do it anyway, regardless right. of the logistics. They're going to do it anyway.
1: Regardless, that client wants that band at their event and by golly, we're going to make it happen, right?
0: Uh, and you and I both know that that most of the time it's the president's daughter or it, it doesn't make any sense.
1: Half the time you, you see some of the bands that come in with some of the clientele and you're just like, who picked this band? <laughs> like, But whatever, you're, you're going to try to do their show and, and, you know, advancing it, of course, you know, you're going through their writer and you're looking at, well, a corporate show and a rock show, it's two different you know, method methodologies, right? Um, you know, you're you're looking at lighting the set, lighting the presenter, right? It, it's not your down and dirty beams every everywhere. Well, you know, nowadays there are beams everywhere, but you know, it, it's the the type of rig for say, you know, your average rock band is not gonna float in a corporate environment. And exactly like the stage sizes, like nobody thinks about that. Like you can't put a normal band on a 12 foot deep stage, right? You know, you're you're not mm-hmm. counting just even for the eight foot drum riser, right? <laughs> like you know, that leaves you with four foot of stage. Like, no. <laughs> right. Like, so a, a lot of it has to do with um, the pre pro leading up to the event and, and and trying to figure out how to take that room and whether it's you know adding another couple dozen, you know, fixtures, another truss somewhere if you gotta push the stage out. Many ways of getting around it but it, it's the clientele and and sometimes the producers unfortunately that you're working with that don't understand the corporate lighting world versus the rock and roll lighting world right mm-hmm. fix your choice you know is for sure completely different right you know in a corporate environment you're looking at uh as, shoving in as many gobos in and having framing shutters right <laughs> like you know uh stuff like that it, rock and roll they don't, they're they not shuttering stuff you know they're mm-hmm. not looking at, at that kind of stuff you, you know your picture your your choice of uh stuff on the back wall is completely different if you're lighting for camera versus doing your down and dirty rock show
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah often it's going to be custom gobos in the front light there's going to be framing shutters and they're usually going to be really slow meticulous fixtures that are designed right. for front wash
1: Correct. I mean, nowadays, I mean, I I, lately I've been using a lot of like BMFL wash beams as as front wash and back and backlight. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's a pretty versatile fixture in that sense. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. The real difference of the rock and roll thing is like when they come in and they see all this white light on the stage and, you know, it's like, look, dude, this isn't your average. Yeah. You got your spotlights, but we got to light this for camera. Right, these guys are gonna be recording a eight camera shoot over here and it's gotta look good. And and that's like a lot of the times is the the battle going back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. And
0: so So let's say you're the T D on the corporate side and we'll flip later for you where you're the rock and roll LD. You get a rider, uh let's say it's for uh buns and hoses. And they're going to come in and they're going to, they need to do their set on your stage. How are you going to respond to their LD or their production manager saying, hey, uh, so this writer, I might as well just wipe my ass with it because I can't provide any of this stuff?
1: A lot of it has to go back with the producer and budget, right? Like, if there's, you know, just your lighting budget, which is for the corporate show versus having some extra cash in there for the B&E, you know, there, there, it, it goes both ways. Sometimes you're you're in a high, more higher profile uh, corporate show where you can try to push for, hey, we need to add these lights, <laughs> right? Like there's ways to work with it, work with your LD, if you're not the LD, uh, to figure out a good happy medium. Right, uh, there has to be mm-hmm. some give and take, uh, and and you know sometimes you just got to tell them like, hey man, this is a corporate show, not a rock show. We're gonna give you mm-hmm. as much of it as we can, and you're just gonna have to work with us. You know, if they're paying for you, they're not paying for your your lighting rig right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know? There, there's those type of things, and lots of times, you know, when you are the LD and you get the lighting rider I, I you know sometimes i try to work in what i would feel would be an acceptable solution push it back to them and you know 90 percent of the time pick up the phone pick up the phone which is rare these days right everybody's texting and emailing but you know I'll actually pick up the phone and call the dude like hey man what are you really trying to accomplish here because this is what i got going on this is what what the situation is how can we work and make this work and usually you know With that kind of attitude and that kind of mind frame, and just picking up the phone and calling the guy, usually Mm -hmm. they're pretty responsive and they're willing to work with you. You know, there's, I mean, there's the very few times where you get that guy that's just hard bent, like, "No, I gotta have this with this," and then I just say, "Well, then you can bring it."
0: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You know,
1: like, sorry, dude.
0: (laughs) Even though sometimes what happens is the the keynote speeches go right up until six p.m and then they let people go to dinner and they want them to be back at nine for a rock show to yeah. it goes till 11 and there's just no time available to even switch out from let's say there's a 60 foot IMAG behind the presenter right to hang a rock rig
1: well that's again goes back to the pre-pro and the, and the pre-planning of the event right like right. i'm you know usually uh if you're smart, you get the band in the night before <laughs> and check it out and, and right. put them on rolling risers and roll them out or, you know, fork them onto the stage and, and get it done as quickly as possible. And, you know, 90% of the times the LD is coming in the night before anyway, but, you know, there are those rare occasions where you got to turn and burn and, you know, you, you sit there during the week, if you're, the, you know, telling the lighting program, man, you better get some stuff in that console to Punt! <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. You just better better be prepared, and and that's the thing: be prepared for it.
0: Right. Yeah. Which even that is kind of tough because who's to say that the president is going to re, isn't going to rehearse for six hours for his twenty-minute speech? And if he yes. wants that stage for six hours, then there's no there's no cloning. There's no freaking no. That's them banging out focuses. There's just
1: that's, I'm having to pay a fat bill of overtime, that's what that yeah. is, you know, uh, You know, it, it, it all depends. I, I mean, uh, hopefully you get an LD that comes in that's, you know, a really good programmer at the same time and can bang it out and get what he wants. And GTFO, we all go and get somewhat of a mm-hmm. night's sleep, you know, because that's the other thing, that the schedules are completely different, right? That guy's on a, I'm getting off the bus at 10 a.m., you know, maybe setting up front of house when we've all been there since 6am <laughs> right? mm-hmm. you know? and just, we just want to go grab a drink, go to bed, get mm-hmm. up and do it again in the morning.
0: So let's say all things being equal, do you usually try and convince the band to use the corporate LD or do you try and allow the band LD as much time as possible on the corporate console?
1: Actually, I never run on a corporate console. Usually what I'll do is uh, bring a, a backup console and like art net them in and give him control of just what he's allowed to use. Because usually, you know, you still have to paint the room uh, because of, you know, it being a corporate environment. It still has to have the, that look. You can give them, here, these are your lights, right? And and mm-hmm. he's on his own, right? Uh, kind of like what we did in Miami, right? So right. It, it, it makes it to where... Uh, he can do his thing. I can do my thing. And if all hell happens, you can swoop in and take over.
0: So, anybody listening, there is a there is a complete caveat here and a total disclaimer that if it's televised, all bets are off. Then it be it almost always goes to the to the corporate LD to run the show
1: or call it. I, I mean. Like I said, I, I try to be the nice guy, you know. In those situations, I try to talk to them. It, what what sucks is if you're you're doing a show, you're not told mm-hmm. that they're going to show up. You've planned everything, everything's good to go, and then you know, day of show, this guy walks in. <laughs> it's like, whoa, <laughs> we got you know, thirteen cameras. It's going live to to this. Uh, let's bang. Let's look at what we've done, and you know, we'll try to do some tweaks. But right now, we're we're set camera's blocked you you should have been here two days ago (laughs)
0: Mm
1: -hmm. yeah even in this day and
0: age of everybody being connected a hundred ways from wednesday it still happens it still happened to us even as of 2019 where somebody just showed up like oh so i'm the band's ld what can i do like where have you been we've been here like seven days
1: and we've been you know you email you try to get information from you know depending on if you're if you're the LD and you're, the people that you're working with in production are you know uh, transparent and let you actually talk to them, sometimes people you know get oh hiding the information and, and it's like come on, just put me in contact with them. Let's talk, right? If it, yeah, the worst is is the surprise. Hey, I'm here, <laughs> you know, like uh, okay, well let's see what we can do. But it it really all it really all depends, man. If if you got like a really small show and and this guy shows up and there's enough time to get him comfortable. Sure, dude, run your show, right? It, mm-hmm. But if it's like I said, it, like you said, dude, if it's, you know, live to television, live stream to, you know, no. Sorry, pal. <laughs> it's it, we'll talk, but we're running the show.
0: Yeah. I have been on some of the shows where I know that I have the best team supporting me. I have the best stage managers. I have the best production coordinators and it still happens where two hours before the show somebody shows up and they just got off the bus like hey so i'm here like who are you i'm the ld for the band that you that's going to be performing like what
1: how is i've had that at, at festivals where like literally it's set change and the guy comes up hey so i want this that and i'm like dude your your programming time was like four hours ago Take a look at what's on the console. If you can't figure out what's there, maybe you need to rethink things. You know, <laughs> like it, it's—I it, don't know, man. I—I I, I always try to, you know, constant professional, however you take that, right? Mm-hmm. But it, you know, even if it's a BS festival, you know, still show up, man. If if that's your programming slot, get there, dude. Do your job. Don't expect mm-hmm. to walk in at you know set change and and demand looks be made Dude, right here <laughs> you know, like not happening not happening
0: yeah i would imagine guys like you are, are doing everything you can to get everybody the amount of time they need on the console yeah so i you know
1: uh, the, the, mm, <laughs> stuff like that chirps me but you know it's it it makes for good you know stories over beers right
0: yeah um, so now let's switch. Let's switch to you being the LD and you're the one and you know that you've got a, a corporate event coming up in like three or four days. Is it out of your scope to try and go around a production manager and kind of reach out if you know who might be the corporate LD? Do you ever reach out directly?
1: Oh, yeah. No, I I, I want to know. I, I want to Make like I'm like I said. I'm always trying to be as prepared as I can for anything that I do. And if it's you know, mm-hmm. if it's my band and I want to have you know they're paying me to show up and give them their show, I'm gonna do my damnedest to give them that show, right? So I'm gonna if I know who it is, I'm hell, hell yeah, I'm gonna call them and be like, hey, this is what I need. I don't know if they talk to you. This is this is what the real skinny is, you know. And, mm-hmm. and go from there. Uh, sometimes you get your hand slapped for it, but then once the show's over and it looked great, always was forgiven. <laughs> Usually, you know, it's...
0: I can't remember a time where I got my hand slapped for doing that. All I can remember was thankful. Like, Oh, you know that guy? Well, I didn't know that there even was a house lighting guy. Thank you so much for reaching out. Yeah. You know,
1: exactly. And, and you know, even I've, I've even reached out, you know, knowing, who the pm is on a, on a certain band coming in like hey dude what's the skinny nobody's giving me any information i
0: just mm-hmm.
1: what what is what do you absolutely need and we'll make it happen right and you know 90 percent of the time they're very very you know appreciative of that because if they are are that happy ecstatic about hearing you reach out and ask them these things that means they've been trying to and been probably hitting brick walls coming the other way right Mm -hmm. and it's a small enough business man you know i don't know who's doing i would say
0: 99 percent of the time the response is like oh you know scotty yeah i know scotty well that's great i'm really glad that you guys know each other and now i don't have to worry about that anymore so I'm going to check that off my list. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And and usually, you know, when going into a gig, when you know who who the LD is or, you know, all that, or having somebody show up on your show, it's fun. You know, it's a little reunion. You get to hang out, BS for a little bit, you know, watch a show and
0: all is well, right? right? All right. So now let's say that it is somebody, let's say you can't find out who it is you're just getting off the bus at 10 a.m for a show at 9 p.m so you've just been part of a tour and it's it's corporate time in the middle where they're going to do they're going to throw that those two or three corporate events in the middle of a tour yeah and you've had let's say three weeks of you loading in you put on some some gloves you run a snake you set up front of house but today's totally different how do you adjust as the touring LD to coming into the corporate event?
1: Well, usually and hopefully um, the tour has given out you know, what the uh, dress code quote requirements would be of the client that they're going to be doing said. Corporate Ooh, that's a great tour.
0: point. That's a great point.
1: And, and whether you've read it or not now, let's all be honest, when we're out on tour, we're trying to be as comfortable as we can. Right not many people are packing a button-up shirt and a pair of slacks, right? You Mm -hmm. know, so, you know, I would say I usually always have some sort of button-up shirt, whether it be like, you know, one of those trucker shirts or something like that and a nice pair of jeans with you in your tour Mm -hmm. bag, dude, because you never know. They they spring these things last minute all the time, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, but again, not many. There there are some of those, you know – I would say B bands, you know, that are, are on bus and in a trailer that that aren't haven't done corporate before because it's mm-hmm. it's a completely different beast, right? Like, like, like we both know, uh, you can't show up to corporate looking like you just walked out of the bar, yep. right? <laughs> like, you kind of need to put the game face on a little bit because of the environment, the sensitivity, and the clientele really right because whether Mm -hmm. you know as as a crew member nowadays you are a reflection on who you're working for right so i don't know i have i've always had to walk the walk as much as you had to right you know Mm -hmm. and 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 definitely nice jeans and a and a button-up shirt on tour dude you never know (laughs) <laughs> you never know. It, but you know, it, it, then you, as a lighting guy, that's one thing, but then, you know, you look and there's the, the backline guys that all they have is shorts. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> but it, you know, it, it, it is, it is what it is at times. Sometimes you just gotta put your hands up and go, ah, it's rock and roll, dude. What are you gonna do? My
0: normal outfit is, is decent jeans and a nice uh, plaid button up shirt. And there's been even occasions where we've rolled into a corporate event and even I felt really underdressed. I'm like, Oh my God, I didn't know that I was supposed to have a suit or a yeah, jacket I, or something. And you're like, Oh man, I, I really I, wish you guys would have told me that.
1: I hate that. man. <laughs> like even when you're, you know, working as in the corporate environment, right. And, and everything that, that you've been given from the client says business cash, business cash, business cash. They have show everybody's in suits. Like you know, if it was going to be a suit party, you know, somebody should have let me know, right? <laughs> like, but, you know, if you're doing a corporate show, you should you should have a jacket in the suitcase, too. Yeah.
0: I I love my tattoos. And I think they look great. But sometimes there's just like, oh, man, my tattoos are on full display right now. And everybody else has long sleeve shirts and jackets. And I'm like, oh, geez, man.
1: I, I've I, been in those situations, man, where, like, you just feel like... Ugh. <laughs> you know like, why is everybody staring oh, because I have tattoos and oh, long like, no, hair you guys,
0: I clean up really nice i i if you yeah. give me the opportunity or the the for just a little bit of warning i would i clean up very nice, you know yeah,
1: yeah, I uh, can't wait to clean up after this
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man so you I would imagine you have to be really prepared to kind of compromise a lot of your stuff you have to really get creative based on the rig because let's say you're the ld for buns and hoses and you you're so accustomed to just these these really core elements the the strobes on this one and the the beams on this one and you're like oh dude there's no strobes yeah there's no strobes Uh, yeah yeah
1: I hate Make something happen, it. Scotty, <laughs> and then you just pick another fixture man, and clone into it, right? Like you, you gotta, you gotta figure it out, man. You, usually you can find something like crowd blinders or you know, something to use for big hits, but yeah, there, there's when you're the rock and roll LD coming into a, a corporate environment, man. Like you know, it's there's definite give and take, and strobe lighting is one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the worst is no audience like, oh, blinders. No.
0: there's almost never any audience
1: blinders right right very like, where rarely where can i park some fixtures and shoot them at the crowd <laughs> you know like, mm-hmm. like just looking around you know it's and it's trying to it, it's looking at it like a festival rig almost man all right how could what can i take from this to make my show work and then what 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 you also have to work on is is what they give you too, because you know, you can mm-hmm. get a lighting plot for what the rig is and think gonna walk in there think you got everything. It's like, oh no, I only get this amount of stuff. Oh, well, that changes things. <laughs> right. Like yeah. and, and again, that goes all with the advanced, right? You know, it, some people don't understand how much advancing shows will save your ass. <laughs> it's right? really like, important. It really is. I I I can't hound on that enough.
0: hmm so let's say all of that gets forgotten. Somebody has not been listening to this podcast at all, and they don't know any of this stuff. You roll in, and you have realized that the, the corporate LD is more than capable of running a rock show, and you're just going to chill that day. What do you tell the house slash corporate LD about your show? Are you just going to give him like a, a piece of paper with some colors? Are you going to have a conversation? What are you going to do?
1: I would definitely have a conversation. uh, okay. Colors, looks, vibe, feel, and you know, sometimes it's nice to have a day off and see what somebody else <laughs> with your band, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, And that, I'm not saying you would steal their idea, but you know, it just gives you another aspect. Oh, well, that that's cool. I get that. But usually, you know, I, even if guys. Okay, well, I'll, I'll sit there during the show as well, but not you should push pushing that. I'll, I'll call spots for them or something like that. If I, if they're, you know, if it's a very spot intensive show, right. Like, I don't mind having a night off from pushing buttons every now and then. That's fun. Yeah. I'll,
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll wander around the cocktail party and go hang yeah, out. Yeah, eat some uh, more d'oeuvres.
1: Exactly. But you know, at the time you're there to do your gig, try to do your gig.
0: <laughs> yeah uh i would hope uh, that you have the proper dress uh apparel to go wander <laughs> around but
1: right that there goes that as well again there that goes mm-hmm. right back to the pair of jeans and a shirt
0: <laughs> all right so i think yeah, even if everything goes right i think you can still I mean, as long as you get a, a wash up and some colors i think i think I, we've yeah, gone through that one
1: we've done definitely no, done that one
0: before Let's switch it back again. Now you're the technical director for the corporate show again. What sort of time frame do you tell the corporate LD coming in that you need? Because obviously you have to fill them in on the amount of time that it takes to get any freaking thing done in the corporate world. Because a lot of the backline (laughs) guys and the rock and roll PMs, they don't get it.
1: Oh, they come in like it's your every day. Let's get it done. Boom, 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 boom. And hey, man, I, everybody appreciates that. Cause you know, at the end of the day, usually when the corporate or the bands coming in, it's after you've already done a day of show and you've been there since 6am and it's now four o'clock mm-hmm. in the afternoon and they're rolling in and you know, you want to give them their time. You definitely want to give them their time and, and try to hold the schedule. But again, you never know if the president wants to rehearse, so it all goes back to trying to give them their time. And then, if the time is going to get short, you know, talk to them. See, all right, what do you really need to get done? You know, it, and and try to work with them and, and see what you can. And then, you know, bottom line, if your client wants to give the president of or the CEO of the company more time on stage, then that's just going to cost them in the back end because we still mm-hmm. need to give, you want your show tomorrow. Be, You've been promised to give these guys the time, and you know usually they won't push back. You know, and, and you always got a little bit of something, something, and you know, carried away in a, in a budget yeah. for stuff like that, right? You don't want to use it, but it's it's there, right? But you know, yeah. it, it just it just really it, you have to give the warning, right? It's like, look, if you if you guys are not going to stop rehearsing and let the load in and do their thing and test then we're going to be here all night and you're going to be paying gold time all day tomorrow. And oh, tomorrow's a a. 6am to 10pm day. So let's think about that. Right.
0: Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking of a couple venues in particular in Vegas where as rock and roll people, we are accustomed to the loading dock being 20 to 30 feet from the stage there's a couple venues that I know of in Vegas, especially, but all over the globe where the loading dock happens to be a block and a half away from the ballroom.
1: Or like four stories down. And you, you know, you got to work with the dock master to try to get their stuff up. And yeah, it's glorious. Right. Uh-huh. And, 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 and all the, the touring guys are like, Hey, you gotta walk in way down here, turn you know, and, and it's just a, it becomes a thing, right? You know? It I, I just I love when they when guys show up and they haven't been told how long the push is and they realize that it's like again, four blocks away. And it's like, yeah, it. but you give them hands. As long as you know you give them enough hands, they should be happy. Yeah.
0: And then you, and then as soon as they realize how long the push is, then you get to tell them, Oh yeah, catering. That's in the other tower. (laughs) (laughs) And
1: don't eat the fish. (laughs) (laughs) Especially if you're at the Sands, right?
0: (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Because a lot of people don't realize that in the ballroom environment, everything takes longer. And it's not because the guys aren't as good or the stagehands aren't as capable, it's that. Their, their five pin is in one room. Their projectors are in another room. Their speakers right. are from a different department. And they're, you know, their projectors are sub-rented from uh, <laughs> another town. And just right. everything takes so much longer. So there's so many people that they, they think that they're going to come in and they're just going to load in in six hours. And they, they just don't understand how much time their day is going to take what do you tell those people
1: a lot of the times it's hey man uh, it is what it is uh this is not your everyday rock and roll venue man you know we're in a we're in a ballroom Mm -hmm. it's going to take a little bit longer you know holding hand maybe is the way to put it but good one (laughs) but uh you know i i try to to get them what they need as soon as they can because being on coming from the other side, knowing that all they want to do is get their stuff done, go eat some catering, ho- praying that it's good, <laughs> chill out before the, the show, get in their groove, do their thing and load out and go to the next city, right? Like they, it, it's, you know, in, in the corporate environment, it's going to take a little bit longer because, you know, you, you pay a lot more attention to detail, right? Mm-hmm. Things are a lot cleaner, uh, you know, cable runs are a little bit more, uh, dressed nicely and, and stuff like that. So that there's, there's all those things to consider.
0: Yeah. Uh, the break schedule is a lot is something else that a lot of people don't know that's going to be different for them.
1: No. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, you, you got to give them their 15 at the time, especially if you're in a, a venue where it's a union crew, you know, it's, this, mm-hmm. is, this isn't the house of blues, man. Like, sorry, guys are going to take their break. They'll be back in time. We're gonna get your show done. It's all good. Um,
0: yeah, I think in the rock and roll world, we're a little more accustomed to a little more fudge room for breaks and and whatnot. But in the corporate world, it's like no, everybody goes right now. What? Yeah, and,
1: and right a lot now. of it, ha- it it has to do with the schedule because again, corporate environment, you're there. You know, especially on a show day, you're usually there at six a.m. You're gonna do a show at eight. Uh, it's gonna get done at ten or eleven. There's they're gonna rehearse all afternoon, then the band's going to load in. Right. So, you know, because of the pace, uh, sc- uh schedules and scales and, and the way corporate works, you know, versus the touring, um, you have to take those breaks, man. Cause it's, otherwise you're just going to run into, you know, meal penalties and, you know, God awful overtime.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and let's be honest, nobody wants to be there more than they have to.
0: Yeah. I think we all <laughs> agree to that. Yeah. All right, so we're we're almost out of time, but I definitely want to cover one last thing and, and without giving out any actual numbers, how do you maintain the proper pay scale? Because in rock and roll, we charge one way and in corporate, we charge a completely different uh, schedule. I mean, we completely change the format of our pay. How do you maintain an and a a good level of an adequate pace pay scale for both systems
1: well it's going to be totally different right like you know right pay corporate pay corporate pays and and you know rock and roll as good as it is sometimes doesn't pay quite as much and it's when you're on the corporate end and you know we've hit the 10 hours and now we're getting overtime you look over at those the guys that are on the rock and roll end of things and they're not and you kind of you, you feel bad right but mm-hmm. at the same time it i don't know like for me looking at it from the rock and roll end i'm really only working this set amount of hours but you're also going to have to pay for me being away from my family right so there's right. there's that in consideration and corporate That's just you know. Here's the day rate based on ten hours, and you know it goes from there. Uh, That's a great question, too. By the way, (laughs) I have to tell you, Um, it's 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 really it's it's you have to look at it from two different angles. And because I've been on both sides, you know, I, I understand the other reason why they want to get done and get out of there because you know after so many hours they're losing money and we're making it and that's yeah you, that you know leads like to some
0: divisive uh, atmosphere there because right. one team wants to get out and the other one's like no you guys take as long as you want
1: yeah but at the same time you know we want to get out of there too <laughs> you yeah. know I, I, but it's 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 exactly the thing it's like if but we all live under the same mentality that the show must go on So, if anybody's
0: listening and you're not aware, in rock and roll, the vast majority of people are being paid either weekly or bi weekly, and they're getting a weekly rate. And if they work two hours that day, or zero hours, or 22 hours, they make the same. Correct. But in the corporate world, the vast majority of people are getting paid per 10 hours, and then time and a half beyond that 10 hours and then double time over what sometimes it's usually around 14 or 16 hours
1: yeah that that's all depending on your deal with your your client right Right. but yeah it and and in general general, right that's the general consensus because again there are those other deals that are that are made
0: And in rock and roll, if you go to bed at 2am and start working again at 6am, there's no benefit to that. In the corporate world, the vast majority of the time, there's a short turnaround penalty where you go in making more as soon as you start work.
1: Yeah. It's, it's again, depending on the deal, usually like, you know, double or you know, it, usually it's double whatever you left at or, or something like that, or it, it all depends, right? But right. It, nobody really wants, I mean, the money's great, right? But there's the pain that's involved with it. So like for <laughs> me, I really hate golden time, right? Like it, it, when you get the check, well, that's fine. But, you know, the, the the pounding that your body is taken doing those kind of days and those weird flips, and especially if it's a show that's like, you know, Back to back four or five days long like that that just you know you kind of kind of start to lose it a little bit you know
0: yeah i would imagine scotty and chris even 15 years ago probably would have had a different conversation be like yeah i love that (laughs) because i didn't i didn't have two kids then i didn't have a wonderful wife who makes me delicious dinners and stuff
1: exactly right you know, age comes wisdom, right? They say
0: <laughs> I, one would hope.
1: Yeah. And yeah, well, yeah, yeah, there is that, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, two different worlds. Like, you know, there's, there's times where, you know, I miss the rock and roll thing, but there's days that I don't cause I get to spend it with my family. So,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, one of the things
0: that uh, 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 this is another interesting one about that one is sometimes it's really hard to be the corporate guy in your own hometown. Yeah. As opposed is. to the corporate guys who come to as a guest into your town. Sometimes, that's a yes. tough one.
1: Yeah. No, I've I've run into that, or going back to your hometown.
0: Yeah. To
1: be considered your hometown when you haven't been for a while. That's that's a that's an interesting take too right
0: so this is kind of off the topic but i think this is a fun conversation to have so let's say i live in vegas and you live in santa cruz and you come from santa cruz to vegas right well i'm the one who shows up at 6 a.m and you you show up at 6 a.m but you just came downstairs from your hotel room i had to wake up at 4 a.m i had to sneak out without waking my kids i had to you know, put the trash out. I had to feed the dog. I had to make my own breakfast. And then I go, I still make it and I have to drive. I got to park. I got to pay for parking. And then I'm there at 6am. And then you get there at 6am and we work until midnight.
1: Yep. And then you got to go home and there's the whole winding down. And yeah, I totally get that. So when I lived in Vegas and was doing a lot of shows in Vegas, I just made my client get me a hotel room. Because that's ridiculous. Right. You know what I mean? And and honestly, I I still do that. When I'm when I'm TDing something and I'm hiring guys locally, I I still try to get them a room. Because, you know, those corporate shows, man, some of them just become bloodbaths, right? And you know, you you still gotta be able to come in and function, right? And and yeah, so you're you're not going home and as a local guy, that does suck. But again, if you're trying to sneak into your house after midnight and sneak out again before 5am let's might as well have just stayed at the hotel anyway
0: yeah your six-hour turnaround just turned into a three-hour turnaround
1: yeah and then you're burnt man i I mean i understand you know the stagehand thing but if you're like you know say the the programmer on on a gig and you're local and i hire you because you're local right you're getting a room (laughs) as far as i'm concerned Mm -hmm. right because you're on my schedule and if i'm doing those stupid hours and I just get to go upstairs why can't you
0: the toughest one and this I think you and I can both agree on this one the the toughest is when the the visiting crew wants to go out for one drink after uh, a 14-hour day and it's because they all they have to do is walk up to their hotel room Mm -hmm. and you know that that is going to be the only time you're actually going to get to know these guys or hang out or do anything that's actual relationship wise. Right. You're like, Oh, you guys, I would love to go for a drink for you, but I got to get home because my wife can't go to sleep until I get home because you know, so yeah, you guys go have fun. I got to go. I'm going to hop in my truck and I'm going to drive home and you're like, yeah, oh man, you guys have, have a great time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that does suck, and, and at the same time, too, if if you're working with, uh, you know, if we're working together on a show, you you want to go have that beer afterwards with you, yeah. You know? But at the same time, you gotta understand, not give you a bunch of crap about it either. Yeah, because because there is that. Oh, come on, you just have one. Like, no, you let the guy go home, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I put the put the sh- his shoes on for a second, you know. But, yeah. And especially, you know, and, and then, and and we all know that one drink's not going to be one.
0: It never, right? is. It <laughs> it, never
1: it, is. especially, you know, you get it, it it's like LDI, right? You, you, you get, it, you know, a bunch of lighting guys hanging out. It's, it, the conversation, the BS is going to go on for hours, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> story time after story time. And, you know, it, it, but again, those are fun times, but, you know, you, you have to be considerate. Yeah.
0: Um. Best case scenario, you're even going to be sitting there chatting long enough to solve some sort of problem that was unsolvable before that second drink. Yep. All too often that happens. You're like, oh my God, that is the solution. I'm so glad you were here, Scotty, to (laughs) chat with me after the second drink. Let's have a third drink.
1: Yeah. Celebrate. And (laughs) And then you wake up the next morning like, damn it, why did I do that? Damn it! What was
0: that solution we came up with last night?
1: <laughs> and you're just praying that they listen to the corporate rider, and there's the uh, uh, espresso IV waiting for us in front of the house, but it, it just never is. Never. <laughs> 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 oh man!
0: Ah, I think that I think we covered everything I wanted to talk about, man. I think these are all things that that's that people just, will good. overlook all too often. They think that. You know, when you're in the middle of a tour, it's just gonna be status quo and then they get frustrated. But if anybody's made it this long listening for over an hour here with us, it is not status quo. It is gonna be a totally different day and you gotta change your mindset it's to match
1: totally. Yeah, it is. And and you know, once you do it once or twice, they'll uh they'll learn. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, hopefully everybody when you experience something you know take it when it sucks or and it's good and, and try to learn from it man that's that's all we can really do right yeah you know? so Hell. if anybody's <laughs>
0: still listening that your your corporate if you're the rock and roll guy and you're coming in and your day is gonna suck it's the only thing you can do is to make it not suck is change your own attitude
1: yep have some fun and don't eat the fish
0: and don't eat the fish <laughs> listen to scotty oh man that was good right on. thanks for your time man i really appreciate it
1: no no thanks for having me it was it was fun you know a little break from the uh monotony of daddy daycare <laughs> <laughs>